Hi everyone, my name is Joseph Siegel, and welcome to this week's edition of the Amen Torah Podcast. This week's Parsha is a double Parsha of Vayakal Pekudeh, finishing off Sefer Shmos, and let's get right into it. Parsha Vayakal Pekudeh details the collection of the materials for and the subsequent construction of the Mishkan. Now, for the most part, these Parshas are a repeat of Truma and Tetzava, which we read a few weeks ago, Truma uh, having the details of the construction of the Mishkan, and Tetzava having the details of the um, clothing for the Kohanim. Um, but once once we go through the process, the construction process that we see in Vayakha we see that there are new ideas slipped in, which uh, slipped into the Pesukim, which show us new ideas uh, that you wouldn't get just from Truma Tetzava. So let's discuss two of these ideas, both of them found in Parshas Vayako. When Moshe initially announces the... When he initially makes the call for donations that everyone should come and give stuff for the construction of the Mishkan, the response is overwhelming. Everyone, every man, woman, and child comes with their arms full and is just giving giving to the construction of the Mishkan to the point where Moshe has to tell them to stop giving that it's too much. This is in Perak Lamed Vav, Pasuk Vav. It says, Vayitzav Moshe, that Moshe commanded, Vayaviru kol b'machane, they proclaimed throughout the camp, Lamor saying, Ish v'isha, man and woman, al yasu od malacha l'trumas ha-kodesh, do not do any more work for the giving, for the donations of ha-kodesh, of the holiness, meaning the Mishkan, Vayikalei and the nation uh, was stopped from bringing, that it's it's not that they, they stopped themselves, they were stopped uh, from bringing. So many of the Mepharshim ask, what, what's so bad about <laughs> the Jewish people bringing more than necessary? Let them keep bringing. You know, you never know when something they're going to... Maybe you'll run out of something eventually. Maybe something will, will break and you'll need more. Like, you know, wait till the end of the construction before you say that you should stop. And even, even then... So let them keep bringing you, put the extra stuff in storage. You know, eventually, over time, everything is going to be used. So why did Moshe command the people to stop bringing? So the Kliyakar answers that Moshe understood that the Mishkan was a house for Hashem being built by human beings. And therefore, it should be similar to the house for human beings, which was built by Hashem, i.e., the world. The Gemara in Chagiga on Daf Yudbei's Amid Aleph says that Hashem watched the construction of the world and then he said, die. He said, enough. Meaning that Hashem consciously stopped the creation of the world at a certain point. What was that point? Where everything necessary for all of time, where everything necessary for the good of the world had been created. Meaning that there was nothing included in the original creation which was extra or unnecessary throughout time. Meaning Hashem could have done the same thing. Hashem could have said, look, let me keep giving. And, you know, maybe they will run out of it. Maybe they won't run out of it. And, you know, obviously Hashem knows what they will and won't run out of. But even besides for that, so just have extra. What's the big deal about having extra? But no, Hashem was particular that that the only things that were put in the creation of the world were things that were necessary for the world. Nothing extra, nothing unnecessary. So, so too, if the Mishkan is going to be the human being's contribution towards Hashem, then it should be similar to his contribution towards human beings, and therefore there could be nothing extra in the construction of the Mishkan, even just to put it in storage uh, you know, for a rainy day. 
Now, this is an amazing idea. You will very clearly see that Hashem consciously created the world where every single thing that we have is exactly, it has a, has a purpose. Everything in the world has a purpose, be it human, animal, vegetable, mineral, everything has a place and a purpose in this world. This is an important idea for us to keep in mind as we go through our lives. And that's the first idea. The second idea also comes from this, uh, these psukim in the, in the Parsha. And this comes from Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, who we've quoted several times over the past few months. So he points out that if you think about it, originally the Bnei Israel were only supposed to be in the desert for a couple months, maybe a year or two at most, until they sinned with the Chet of the Maraglim, with the spies, which we're going to learn about uh, in a few months. And because of that, they ended up staying in the desert for 40 years. But what was actually supposed to happen is that they were supposed to enter Eretz Yisrael after a few months in the desert, and right after they entered, they would begin construction of the base of Mikdash right away. So the Mishkan is obviously uh, being commanded to them at a point before uh, the Chet Maraglim. So at this point, when Hashem's telling them to build the Mishkan, the intention of the Mishkan is to only be used for a few months in the desert, and then a couple years in Eretz Yisrael, and then that's it. It's done. So maximum, how much is the Mishkan being used for? I'm going, to go, I'm going to go high and say three years. It's not such a long period of time. And yet, we see zero hesitation on the part of any of Bnei Israel. There was They did not hesitate from donating even the most valuable of items towards its construction. Gold, silver, jewelry, uh, their own personal items, uh, their, their skills as craftsmen, um, their their time as craftsmen, you know, so many different aspects of people people gave of themselves towards the construction of the Mishkan to the point where Moshe tells them enough. That's it. You got to stop bringing. So we see that clearly their intentions were only to fulfill the mitzvah that had been given to them of the Asuli Mikdash Rishachanti Basocham that Hashem told them. Why need? Why do you need to build a mishkan? You need to build a mishkan so that I, Hashem, can rest among you. That my shechina can be among you. And even though this building was only going to be used for a short time, they provided their financial support, their physical support, their time. They gave this in a full commitment to fulfilling this mitzvah of the Asunli Mikdash. And says Rav Yaakov, this is the embodiment of the famous statement of Chazal, which we see in Pirkei Avos, that we have no idea the true reward for any mitzvah. We know that depending on how much effort, depending on how much effort we put into the mitzvah, that's how much reward we'll get. But in terms of the actual mitzvah itself, we don't know how much each, each mitzvah is worth. And therefore, Chazal tell us that you must perform all the mitzvahs with the same effort and passion no matter if it seems to be easy, if it seems to be hard. Every single mitzvah is important for us to do. And the donators and the craftsmen for the Mishkan recognized this idea, and therefore they did not hesitate to give everything they had, even for a mitzvah that they knew would not last for a long time, therefore making it a quote-unquote easier mitzvah than others. Chazak, chazak, chazek, we have come to the end of Sefer Shmos. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, 
you can email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter includes the written version of the Svar Torah, as well as an MP3 download of this podcast. You can also get this podcast by going to iTunes and searching the Amem Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. The podcast can also be downloaded from my website, hashkafahandbook.com, where you can also learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Hashkafa. The written version of this Dvar Torah is available at oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com. That's where the Ancient Ideas for the Modern Mind blog is hosted. Please check out the Nation's Wisdom Project by going to nationswisdom.blogspot.com. And you could also find us on all of our various social media pages, facebook.com slash amemtorah, and Twitter at amemtorah. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, have a great job.